Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post-time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita, home of the 2023 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance provider for Thoroughbred LA. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. And by Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy with Horsebills.com. By Sammy's Original, watch and wager where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing, sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com, selection from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Rim at Fairplex Park in Pomona, the Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike.
And welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. I'll be joined by co-host John Lindo in just one minute. We are six days in front of the start of Breeders' Cup weekend. Breeders' Cup number 40, hosted for the 11th time at Santa Anita. That will kick off on Friday. A lot of focus of this show will be talking about next weekend's Breeders' Cup. But we also have great racing from around the country, including Santa Anita today. First post today at 1 p.m., a nine-race card. The feature goes as the last race on the card today. That's the Lure Restricted Stakes race with a good solid field of turf horses. It's closing day at Keeneland today. They have 10 races, including three stakes races. Belmont at Aqueduct, they've got some good weather for a change. 11 races today, Gulfstream Park, 11 of them, a lot of tapita. I know that's not going to make Toby Callett happy. And then Golden Gate today, a nine-race field, a nine-race card with the feature race, the Pike Place Dancer goes for two-year-old Phillies race number five. They kick off at 1.15 today. John Lindo, lots going on. Breeders' Cup next week. Can't wait, and uh, we're going to be all over it today. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. I tell you what, an extremely busy this morning today with workers, not only at Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup, but Keeneland and Churchill Downs as well. Uh, Long-term forecast looks like temperatures in the low 80s next Friday and Saturday, so Weather should not be a concern going into the Breeders' Cup, and uh, it's just a, it's a lot of fun. All these horses are working. In fact, uh, we got one right now on the track that that's working that we'll talk about in just a sec. Well, pre-entries were taken on Monday. 205 horses entered in the 14 uh, Breeders' Cup races. So we have lots to talk about, John. Let's first of all talk about when are the actual post positions in the race. The race is drawn. Entries have been were taken on, on Monday. Like you said, they were announced to the public Wednesday. If you didn't get a copy of the Breeders' Cup Advance with all the lifetime PPs of all the horses entered that was available on the newsstand starting this past Thursday, you should pick one up. And the uh, final entries, the post position draw will be Monday at 4.30 for all 14 of the Breeders' Cup races. And let's update some of the uh, surprises and maybe horses that weren't entered that we expected had uh, either injury or retirement. Anyway, let's start with Anarchist, a local who we expected to see in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Exactly. Right after the entries came out, uh, it, it turned out that uh, Anarchist hurt a knee in his last work last Saturday, so he was withdrawn from consideration. And uh, it, it, he is not in. And here are some of the others. If you have your Breeders' Cup advance, I can give you what's happened this week so far. Caramel Swirl, who was going to go in the Philly and Mare Sprint, did not make the trip out for trainer Bill Mott. She will not run. And then you have Crown Imperial is out of the Breeders' Cup turf sprint. Raptors is out of the Breeders' Cup turf. And then yesterday it was announced that Paddington has some type of uh, infection and he will uh, not run in the Breeders' Cup mile. In fact, he's been retired and three other horses coming over for, for juvenile races from Europe are not going to run. Those are Pearls and Rubies in the Juvenile Turf Sprint, Johan Brahms in the Juvenile Turf, and Legend of Time also in the Juvenile Turf. And uh, that's the update going into today. And, John, you mentioned horses working. It's, it's, this is the last weekend where they, have, they will have their final major preps. And it's kind of been a saga out here for White Abario, missing works, not being approved to work. Apparently he's had some foot issues along with some shoeing issues, but those were 
apparently all cleared up the way he worked yesterday, John. Exactly. He got the okay finally to work yesterday. He worked five eighths of a mile and fifty nine and four the last quarter, and twenty two and four according to trainer uh, Clocker Gary Young looked really good doing it. Now this was the second time he has had a work called off in the last month and a half. So uh, he goes into the Breeders' Cup. He looked good. He looked fit yesterday, but it has not been a perfect scenario as far as training going into the Breeders' Cup for White Barrio. And they brought him out here early, John, too, kind of ironically, to get him accustomed to this racetrack and everything, and it has not gone smoothly, but he sure looked good yesterday. What about Go Rocket Ride for Mandela? This is a horse who missed a work, then I thought maybe uh, a work that wasn't all that inspiring, and I believe he has some foot issues to deal with as well. Well, here's the breaking news that just happened, Bob. Uh, Go Rocket Ride did not work yesterday after warming up on the training track. Uh, he came back to the barn, and, and they decided to wait till today to work. They, they had said he, had re, he was reshot on Thursday, and his feet were kind of bugging him. He went out and jogged around the training track once before going on the main track today, started working at 9 o'clock, and unfortunately he pulled up at the eighth pole just now, took a bad step. So, oh. I mean, this just happened in the last couple of minutes. I, I don't have any updates yet, but it was an, obviously he hurt himself in that workout, and uh, he will be out, and this is going to cast some, you know, with all the vet scrutiny and everything else going on and what's been going on, especially with the called-off work yesterday, this is going to raise some eyebrows for this Breeders' Cup. Mm, bad news there, John. Sorry, sorry to hear that. Uh, let's talk about maybe some good news, though. So I think we've covered the Breeders' Cup, right, John? Uh, good, good, solid updates there. And uh, anybody else that you want to mention as far as workers? Just a couple of workers from this morning, out of Keeneland, Arzak, who won the Woodford, the five-and-a-half furlong turf sprint at uh, Keeneland, he worked three-eighths this morning around the dogs, which were on the far outside of the turf course at Keeneland, 34-4. and four. He looked absolutely awesome doing that. Out at Churchill Downs, Bushu, who is in the uh, juvenile Phillies turf, uh, just a breeze on the main track at Churchill. She went a half and 50, but the way she was traveling, she looked very, very good. And this morning uh, at Santa Anita, my favorite horse, the Chosen Braun, got in a half mile on the training track in 47 and change, reaching out, looked really good. His coat looks fantastic. So I think Eric Kruljak has the Chosen Braun coming up to a big one in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Let's talk about some potential good news in the industry. Uh, unfortunately, we talk about a lot of bad news, but uh, Mike Rapoli, the owner of some very, very good horses, including Forte, uh, has formed something called the National Thoroughbred Alliance. Nothing, it's not a formal governing body or anything, but they can make suggestions and try to work together among different factions in the industry. It's going to be headed by Pat Cummings, who is a guy who's... Uh, really has his pulse on the industry, I think. He worked for something called the Thoroughbred Idea Foundations. They would put out papers. They do a tremendous amount of research. Uh, Pat digs in deep. They they had a big hand in getting penny breakage in Kentucky. Uh, they also pushed very hard for getting these computer-assisted wagering guys cut off a minute before post at Naira. So Mike Rapoli will head that uh Pat Cummings will be the man in charge, and I think this is potentially very good news for the industry, John. I agree. Uh, the thoroughbred, the, the new thoroughbred, uh, National Thoroughbred Alliance, 
does not, I haven't seen a business plan yet as to what they plan to accomplish, but Pat Cummings is a guy that, uh, like you say, has not only an idea about the racing industry, he, he also looks out for the horse player. He looks out for all factions of the industry. He understands, you know, sees what these stewards are doing as far as how they make their decisions. There's a lot of things that could be uh, cleaned up and become more consistent. Hopefully that uh, they will get a chance to do this. Mike Rivoli is self-funding this group. It just was announced this week. So, again, it's just starting out, and we're going to follow this group and see exactly you know, how things come together, who's going to be working with the National Thoroughbred Alliance, and what they can get done to try and tie this industry together. Well, John, you and I are both going to be in Vegas uh, for Breeders' Cup and doing seminars on Friday night, so let's talk about that. You'll be at the South Point, I'll be at the Rampart, and you've got a couple familiar guys. John Hardoon will be coming in to join you. Ralph Sirocco is hosting it, so tell us about your seminar at the South Point. Right. We will go at the South Point in the Grandview Lounge right next to the race book at 6 p.m. Ralph Sirocco from Race Day Las Vegas out in Nevada is going to host John Hardoon and I, and we'll go through the nine races on uh, the Breeders' Cup races on the Saturday card at uh, Santa Anita. We'll try and put what we saw in the Breeders' Cup day one on Friday to good use. And, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of angles we can use to talk about these things. I'm looking forward to that. And, Bob, you're going to have the other part of uh, the Las Vegas Valley covered over in Summerlin. Yeah, I'll be at the Rampart with Dwayne Colucci. He's the race and sports book manager there. We do our seminar same time, 6 o'clock on Friday night in their ballroom, and we're looking forward to a nice turnout, and I think ours will also be live-streamed. I think yours may as well, may well be too, John. Uh, so that's Friday night over in Vegas, but also tell us about the Breeders' Cup viewing party at the South Point because I know they open up that big ballroom there. Yeah, the Grand Ballroom, which seats, you know, God, a thousand people easily, uh, and it'll have all the, uh, the they'll have live tellers there. They'll have the, the uh, self wagering terminals. It'll be open for both Friday and Saturday at 9 a.m. So you'll get there in plenty of time before the first Breeders' Cup races on both cards. I'll be doing our broadcast at Thoroughbred Los Angeles from the ballroom next Saturday, and uh, you can get out there and they have those big tables. You can put down your racing form, spread everything out. There'll be refreshments that you can purchase up there. And they do things right. It's, it's a great place to watch and wager if you can't be at Santa Anita for the Breeders' Cup. Come on out, say hello, and enjoy the Breeders' Cup with us. And then, John, next Saturday you'll be doing the show, hosting it there. I, I believe you'll be in the ballroom on Saturday morning uh, going on and hosting this show. I'll be on by phone. So uh, that will be adding a little ambiance to the, uh, the to the show next Saturday. We'll have everybody there jamming in and starting to watch the Breeders' Cup races on Saturday. We'll have all, all the latest updates. We will get off the air, like always, at 10 a.m. The first race at Santa Anita next Saturday is at 10, 10 a.m. So I'll run straight from the uh, – take off the headsets and run to the windows and get my <laughs> early double in. There you go. John, you are busy doing uh, double duty on the Lindo Report this entire week. As I mentioned, it's closing day at Keeneland. You put out your sheet today for both Santa Anita and Keeneland at the Lindo Report, and I believe you want to make your radio play today in uh, the stakes race there at Keeneland. Yeah, the ninth race is the Fayette. It's a great two event, and it's a really good race. There's a, there's a lot of speed in here, but I tell you what, number five, Twilight Blue, came off the layoff last time. And just luck like he might have needed the race. He didn't make the lead, got a little bit tired in the lane, and that should set him up perfectly for today. 
He's got that tactical speed. He doesn't have to have the lead, but he'll be in the game from the outset, which is always a plus at Keeneland. Uh, if it rains, there's some rain uh, possible later this afternoon. He, he's two for two on a wet track. Either way, he falls into a good trip here. He's 15 to one on the morning line. Number five, Twilight Blue for the upset ninth race today, the Fayette at Keeneland. Very good. And, uh, John, I'm going to go ahead and make a, a radio play today. And uh, my sheet today, I used races 3, 7, and 9 at Santa Anita, $162 in the late pick five. I'm going to try to make it two weeks in a row. John caught a nice one last Saturday on uh, the late pick five, over 1500 So I'm putting in a 162 ticket today. But let's go to the fourth race, first leg of the pick six and it's going to be the favorite. No big secret in here. I'm just trying to get a radio winner, John. I'm on a I'm on a long and lonely losing streak here. But it is the first leg of the pick six. I think you can start off with a single, and that's on the rail number one. Ice Dancing, comebacker from the Richard Mandela Barn, has been away since January, but won two straight races prior to going to the sidelines. Showed good ability winning the San Inez. The rail's a little bit of a concern, but she's tactical. She gets Lasix for the first time in her career, is trained well. Not a real strong allowance race here. So let's go to the fourth race, number one, Ice Dancing, 9-5 to five on the morning line. Will be my radio play at Pick 6 Single to kick things off. Well, John, let's take our first time out. When we come back, we'll speak with Bob Mazursky and Bruce Finkelstein. That'll be the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 KLAA, home of Raiders football. AM 830. Fans don't miss a chance to experience Horse Racing Super Bowl as the 40th Annual Breeders' Cup World Championships will be held for a record 11th time at Spectacular Santa Anita on Friday, November 3rd and Saturday, November 4th. Make your reservations now at breederscup.com slash tickets. In addition to great racing, Santa Anita has now returned to a traditional pick six with a 70-30 split and daily consolation payoffs, along with a carryover if there are no tickets with six winners. And Santa Anita is also now offering a $3 all-turf pick three on the final three grass races each day. Fans Halloween is right around the corner, so bring the kids and join us this weekend for our infield pumpkin patch and fall fun fest. You can grab a fall fun fest starter pack that includes admission, one pumpkin, an unlimited inflatable jumper wristband and more. Special online packages are available at SantaAnita.com slash events. Santa Anita, it's the great race play. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Is sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices.
prices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo. John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, let's talk about Calbreds of the Week. And they're not, not what they did last week, but what they're going to maybe do next week. Tell us about them. Right, we've got two Calbreds set to be entered on Monday for the post draw for the Breeders' Cup. We mentioned the cho- chosen Vron who worked super this morning. He'll be entered in the $2 million Breeders' Cup sprint. And closing remarks, the very honest mare trained by Carla Gaines, she'll be entered in the $2 million Breeders' Cup filly and mare turf. So best of luck to those two Calbreds. Let's bring home the money for the CTBA Calbreds of the week. All right, let's bring in Bob Mazursky. Bob is the regular handicapper for the Southern California newspaper group Papers. His selections available at todaysracingdigest.com every racing day. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing well, and a uh, good nine-race card today, and to me, maybe the best race on the card, and even as the best gambling race on the card, might be the last on the uh, of the lure stakes, which goes as race number nine. Wanted you to preview that one first, Bob. I agree with you. I think it is the best betting race on the card, and, uh, you know, Astronomer was the worst to beat, but it looks like he's going to scratch and run in the... Uh try to run on the Breeders' Cup mile next week. You know, he would have been favored today, but they're going to take a shot and go for the big money next week, so we'll see how he does then. I thought Easter was interesting for coming in for Grand Motion. You know, this horse uh, comes in sharp from back east. He gets the Tory, and Grand Motion has done very well over the years uh, shipping in horses uh, for stakes here in California, so I respect him. Visitant was a good third the last time he tried to grasp at Del Mar, and then I thought Valley's Charm, if he's able to get loose, he's tough when he makes the lead, so I think the race is among those three, and uh, I give a slight edge to Easter for Graham Motion. John Lindo. 
Bob Mazursky uh, with the draw for the Breeders' Cup races on Monday uh, early evening. What will be your schedule for posting your picks and selections for the Breeders' Cup cards at Santa Anita Friday and Saturday? Well, I'll probably have the Friday ones up on Thursday, and then the, the Saturday card I'll have up sometime uh, early Friday morning. So that's what I plan to do right now. And, you know, we get the, uh, the draw is going to be held for both races late Monday, and then we'll start working on it then. All right, Bob, very good. And I think all of our handicappers are going to try to have stuff up early at todaysracingdigest.com. Well, Bob, how about a pick from you for uh, Santa Anita, please? I'm going to go for the eighth race. I like the outside horse, number eight, Tapolo. I thought he showed good speed in his first start at Los Alamitos. I think he can prove off that race. I think he's the one to catch. So number eight, Tapolo, three to one on the program in race eight. Eighth race, Bob Mazursky, number eight, Tapolo, three to one, Hector Berrios. Good luck, Bob, and uh, good luck on the first day of Breeders' Cup, and we'll be talking to you next Saturday. Same to you guys. Talk to you next week. Take care. Okay. That was Bob Mazursky brought to us from todaysracingdigest.com. Let's go check in with Bruce Finkelstein. I know uh, we'll get to Bruce in just one second, John, but, you know, we have a play from Scott Shapiro. Why don't we get to that? He gave us a Keeneland selection, even though he couldn't be on the radio today. So, uh, John, who did Scott Shapiro like at Keeneland today? Scott Shapiro from Twin Spires likes in race number four, horse number one, musical player. This is off a key race angle, eight to uh, six, six to one on the program, musical player, race number four at Keeneland. And he just wanted to send out a, a reminder tomorrow is opening day at Churchill Downs. It's that Stars of Tomorrow card. 11 races, all two-year-olds, no claiming races. These are maiden allowance and stakes races, huge fields. If you want to see good two-year-olds run, check out that card tomorrow at Churchill Downs. John, where do they get all those two-year-olds? I mean, 11 races and every one is for two-year-olds and every, like you said, allowance, stakes runners, maiden races. Uh, where, where do they all come from? We need some of them uh, out here. Well, you know, with the with now with those bonuses that they have with the slots and everything else, maidens out there are running for one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. That's why they're all in Kentucky, and uh, you know, I think they had one hundred and forty-three horses entered, plus several that were excluded. Just an unbelievable amount of two-year-olds out there available in Kentucky. Well, let's check in with Bruce Finkelstein. I know uh, the pre-entries were were drawn on Monday. I know Bruce, you printed out your PPs and. You said this is the time of the year your wife really doesn't like you. It's funny, my my wife really likes me at this time of the year. I, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what that says, but uh, I've been buried in my office and things seem to be going pretty well over here. Good morning, Bruce. Good to hear you. Uh, good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going? Yeah, I picked up the old-fashioned paper version. I always like working off that for big days, so that was uh, on Thursday at the casino, so uh, yeah, it's going to be full steam ahead for uh, until uh, Thursday afternoon. So we're re really going to be diving in, and uh, you know, it's let's face it, it's one of the best opportunities, if not the best opportunity of the year for wagering on Friday and Saturday. And no doubt about it. And Bruce, uh, I'm going to read your highlights later, but you're going to you're coming into it with. Uh, Plenty of bankroll, let's put it that way, and, and I'll tell the listeners what you did last Saturday. It was an absolutely huge day. <clears throat> but before that, we wanted you to take a look and preview the Pike Place Dancer up at Golden Gate today, and it's an interesting 
race for two-year-old fillies going a mile on the turf. How'd you see that one, Bruce? You know, I'm going to go, obviously, the favorite solo here is going to be difficult to beat. She ran okay in the surfer girl at Santa Anita off only a 5.8 sprint at Del Mar. So she should benefit with the mile race under her belt and more likely facing an easier field that she faced. She's got the turf experience. She's the horse to beat. The interesting horse in here could be the two, Charlene's Dream, who has never been past five and a half, but I really like the way she finished in an allowance race on October 2. She had that kind of long, reachy stride uh, like a, like you like to see a horse stretching out in distance. She's by a sire who was a good turf horse once upon a time, Corban, who uh, it says here uh, won the, uh, a couple of grade two stakes races in New York on the grass. Uh, I think she might do well in this spot. So those are the two I'm, I'm zeroing in on. The five Soho, the even money favorite, but the two Charlene's dream might be the value, uh, the two horse at eight to one. Hey, John, uh, I know you want to ask Bruce about his BC selections and all that, but let me just first of all talk about what Bruce did last Saturday. You talk about a banner day. This was a home run of all home runs. You basically caught everything, Bruce. Uh, The pick six, which paid $9,031 on a 144 ticket. You had both pick fives. One of them paid fifteen thirty-seven, and the other one twenty-one seventy-two. Those were eighteen-dollar tickets. Uh, you had the pick fours, the twelve hundred eleven dollars on a twelve-dollar ticket, and then yesterday you came back with the pick six again, twenty-seven fifty-eight on a one forty-four play. Bruce, I know where to go for a loan if if I run short on Breeders' Cup weekend. My goodness, what what a run! Congratulations, John Lindo. Jump on in. Yeah, well, I gotta think his wife is gonna leave him alone and let him do his job. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Doing well, so just show her those numbers and tell her close the door on your way out. You'll be just fine, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's keep that very quiet right now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I heard nothing. Yeah, hey, I wanted to ask you. Let's get a play for first of all, as far as your Breeders' Cup uh, coverage. When will you go live with your your Friday and Saturday coverage for the Breeders' Cup? So the deadline is six o'clock for the day before for both days. So for Friday, the deadline 6 o'clock. What I mean by that is that's the latest it'll be on. If you want to check a little earlier, there's a good chance it'll be on a few hours before 6 o'clock. So the day before, at the latest, 6 o'clock, maybe earlier. Same thing for Saturday. Friday at no later than 6 p.m. And obviously it'll be also available the day of uh, and just really looking forward to diving into this and uh, you know looking at, boy, what a great you know, um, participation this year by the Euros, nine Japanese horses. This is going to be an absolute blast. And, uh, boy, uh, great betting opportunities in here. I mean, you know, what, what you love about Breeders' Cup is you could, pick, you could pick a horse that makes complete sense, looks good on paper, and still get paid. So that's, that's what we love about uh, just the high quality of the racing and the great wagering opportunities. Absolutely. John, that's I know you wanted to... Yeah, I was yeah, going to ask sorry, him for a Golden Gate play. Let's do that now. Yeah, we uh, in Golden Gate, let's go to, uh, well, I know we're all looking at the Golden Hour uh, exotics. Let's take a look at one. Uh, the eighth race, let's face it, these are low-level horses. Twelve five fillies for non-winners to lifetime. Not a particularly, even at this level, not a particularly strong group here. That's why I'm looking at the layoff horse, the five Patsy Montana, who used to be in the Steve Miotti barn, 
really ran well in her first three starts last winter at Golden Gate. Um, she was third in a starter allowance race in late January. She's back. Uh, she's got the best synthetic uh, track form of anyone in the race. I think she's at a level off the bench that she can compete. I don't think she has to be completely revved up. She has a good half-mile workout early September. That's fast for uh, Golden Gate. So I like the five, Patsy Montana. She's 10 to 1 on the line. Take also a look at the horse that broke maiden at Fresno, the two feisty Ella. If she takes to this synthetic, her win was not terrible at uh, Fresno. So those are the two horses I'm looking at from a little off the pace, the five. Patsy Montana, the other horse I would throw in is the two feisty Ella. And that is the eighth race at Golden Gate. And, Bruce, we want you to come south. And uh, last week I made the mistake of going head-to-head with you in the same race, and you got classy Madame Madame Moiselle home at 920. So, Bruce, I hope you're not going to the fourth race today because that's where I made my radio play. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm going to leave that alone, uh, but uh, you'll get me next time for sure. Um, let's, Let's go to the ninth race. This is a race that Bob Mazursky touched on the lure stakes, and he mentioned Easter, and I think he is a standout here. Um, Since coming to the U.S., I think if you zero in on his mile races, that is by far his best distance, and it's easy to see. His two wins come at the mile distance, one at Aqueduct and one at Belmont. When last seen, he was a wide second at Saratoga at a mile and an eighth, and he hung a little bit. At the end of that race, in the perfect trip where Grand Sonata, who saved all the ground, got the win. Uh, Grand Motion has had nice, has had success here shipping. Uh, uh, with Astronomer out, I'm hoping Visitant will possibly press the pace of Bally's Charm. Just need a little pace. One, that's the other thing about Easter. If you take a look at his races, he's been in races where the pace has been slow. I think with this West Coast style of turf racing, He'll get a faster pace to run at. The mile distance hits him right between the eyes. And those East Coast turf horses might be a little bit better than ours. So race nine, let's go with the five. Easter, love his chances, three to one on the morning line. Great. Continue uh, the hot hand, Bruce. Enjoy day one of Breeders' Cup. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. Everything yep. available. I'll tell us what's available today, first of all, on bet on betonbruce.com. Full card analysis, Santa Anita. Late races, last six at Keeneland. Uh, best bets at Santa Anita. Audio is included in those two, and also the late pick four from Golden Gate. Keep it going, Bruce. Thank you. We'll talk next week. Can't wait. All right. That was Bruce Fickelstein. Let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Rags and Sheets and Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA, home of Raiders football. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cow bread. Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new 
incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred. Make plans now to avoid the traffic gridlock. Sammy's Original Lake Forest is looking forward to becoming your wagering headquarters in Orange County. Our 2,700-square-foot Las Vegas-inspired racebook includes individual viewing terminals, ample self-serve betting machines, live tellers, and there are no parking or cover charges at Sammy's Original. Help celebrate our 10-year anniversary with a special menu featuring rollback prices in the racebook for all our players. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. First post time each racing day at Sammy's Original is 10 a.m. Come in, enjoy the great food, the great racing, and see what Sammy's Original is all about. For more information, call 949-716-2367 or log on to Sammy'sOriginal.com. See you at Sammy's Original in Lake Forest. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin Speed Ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Horse players, it's another huge weekend of racing action at Los Alamitos, with our first post set for shortly after the last daytime race at Santa Anita. The stakes action is headed by the Golden State Million Futurity on Sunday night. Top quarter horses from all around the nation will face off in this always exciting race. The fastest qualifier is Train Station V, who starred at Ruidoso Downs in the summer months. And as always, on Sunday night, we'll add 10000 to the Pick 6 pool if there's not a carryover. Plus, Night Racing's best bets continue at Los Alamitos, featuring two of Night Racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the Breeders' Cup racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Or enjoy the big day in the fun atmosphere of Burgart Sports Bar. Get ready for sizzling racing weekend action with the Golden State Million on Sunday. Great racing, always at Los Alamitos. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike, John Lindo. Hey, John, before we bring in John Hardoon, let's just mention uh, at Santa Anita, we did mention the uh, Golden Hour bets are back this weekend. $1 pick four, $5 in the Golden Hour Daily Double. That $3 all-turf pick three combines races five, seven, and nine today. And, John, what about the gates opening? What time next weekend at Santa Anita are things going to open up? 
If you get out to the Breeders' Cup Friday in Santa Anita, first post time will be 11.30 a.m. Gates open at 9.30 a.m. And on Saturday, Breeders' Cup Saturday, first race 10.10 a.m., gates will open at 8 a.m. So plan to be out early. Uh, You can listen to our show on Saturday, driving over for the Breeders' Cup. Sounds good, John. And uh, again, you will be, we'll both be in Vegas. You'll be doing the show live from the South Point. And John Hardoon's going to be flying in to join you. Good morning, John. How's it going? Good morning, Bob. How are you? Doing well. It looks like you finally got some nice weather today at uh, Aqueduct. Yeah, could you imagine no rain this weekend, which is a shock. Uh, all it seems to do here is rain. But uh, this today certainly good. Maybe tomorrow there's a chance of some rain. But uh, today is nice. They're going to get through it, and uh, that's good news. Well, one race we want you to take a look and preview for us is the 49er, which is the 10th race today at Aqueduct, a one-turn mile for a three-year-olds and up on the main track. How would you see it, John? Well, there's a light scratching there of the number eight synthesis, uh, leaving a field of seven. And I think the number two horse in here, ever so mischievous, is a single if you're playing pick fives or pick threes. Brad Cox sends out this three-year-old call to us, five career starts, and uh, he's never gone backwards. He's improved in each and every one of them. He's been freshened up since September 23rd at Churchill, stretches out to the mile where he's run well in the past. I like number two, ever so mischievous to win today's 10th race out of Belmont. John Lindo. Well, John Hardoon, you've got closing day at Keeneland. You have uh, Sunshine at uh, Aqueduct. You've got Santa Anita out here. Where do you want to go for your first radio play? Well, let's go to Belmont since we're there. We're going to stay at Belmont at the Big A and look at the sixth race today. It's a mile on the turf, and I absolutely love the number two horse in here, Diamond Status. So this is a four-year-old filly from the Carlos Martin barn. Right a switch today to Kendrick Carmouche. I think this horse is going to get a great trip in here. She's listed at 61 on the morning line. She's going to sit right off the pace and pounce at the top of the stretch. Number two, Diamond Status, wins today's sixth race out at Belmont Park. And where do you want to go for your second radio play, John? Let me mention, you went two for two last week on our show. You gave out Vava at $7.06 in the Raven run, and also Sinfiltre, you absolutely loved. Got bet down, but still paid $6.42. That was at Keeneland. Where do you want to go for your second radio play? Let's go to Keeneland today and look at race number seven, seven furlongs on the main track. And the number four horse in here chasing time. A four-year-old called from the Stevens Mewson Barn, Joel Rosario, board to right. He's listed at 61 on the morning line, switching from the turf back to the dirt today. Two previous races at Ellis Park on the dirt. He had no shot at that track. There was a major speed bias. This horse ran well against the bias. Now on a fair, even track, number four, chasing time. Upsets and wins today, seven threes out of Keeneland. So a couple six-to-one radio plays today for John Hardoon. Tell us, John, uh, what's available at the website. J-O-N-H-A-R-D-O-O-N.com. Three best plays, $10. Full card, $25. Today we have Keelan, Belmont, and Senate Selections. Look forward to seeing you, John. I know uh, the seminar will go well on Friday night, and hopefully we all have a lot of cash in our pocket for dinner on Saturday night at Don Vito's. <laughs> Or we'll all be crying, one or the other. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All right, John. John. Safe travels. We'll see you next guys. week. All right. That Thank was John Hardoon. And uh, we'll bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. 
And uh, unfortunately, Toby, today, uh, first of all, good morning, Toby. How are you? I'm, I'm well, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, the, the bad thing is today you've got 11 at Gulfstream, but it looks like kind of a tapita fest. It is a tapita fest, but, you know, yesterday was a tapita fest. The last five races on the card were all tapita. The first three were dirt. Third race, we put over Elusive Mischief at $12. Favorite ran second for Colt $30 exactus. The tri-key paid a buck and a half. They've just given us less opportunities. But in this particular case today, you know, you've heard the phrase, turn lemons into lemonade. I think by steering me out west with you guys that I maybe have a nugget that uh, you guys can make use of in the early pick five wagers and uh, um, maybe uh, get a ripple that uh, maybe isn't otherwise uh, obvious to the public. Well, before we get to that, and we're going to look forward to that, uh, John, I know you were curious to know about Toby's uh, Breeders' Cup picks and the availability. Go ahead, John Lindo. Right. Like everybody else, Toby, just want to know what your timeline is as far as getting your uh, Breeders' Cup coverage done for Friday and Saturday. When will everything be available at tobycallot.com? Before you go to bed out west on Thursday night, both Friday and Saturdays, full card, that's right, full card, Breeders' Cup, that includes the undercard races as well. Full analysis, wagering strategies for both Friday and Saturday will be available by the time you go to bed on Thursday night. I would say probably uh, maybe just after dinner time. Well, Toby, you mentioned you were going to come out to Santa Anita today, so uh, let's go ahead and, and get this pearl of wisdom. Okay, well, the third race today, they're maidens, they're going a mile, and you see the four make it snow. Uh, who's uh, you know, coming out of the unzip me uh, stake, uh, running down the hill. Um, not a bad effort at all. Miss Monarch Bay, who's been well thought of. Uh, she only cost 940000 But there's, there's a filly in here who's 12 to 1 on the morning line. It's number five. Her name is Beautiful Bolt. Beautiful Bolt is from a mare by the name of Beautiful Becca. Beautiful Becca began her career out there with you guys. Uh, she broke her maiden running down the hill at six and a half in the Jerry Hollendorfer barn. Won three times in her life, all on the grass late in her career. She was claimed by Adam Kitchenman. Uh, the second dam, one in a rock, was another good grass performer in the East. I believe the beautiful Bolt, you know, Bolt the Oros, as you know, has uh, done well uh, moving over to, uh, to the turf. And with the maternal line here, I'm looking for the five beautiful Bolt to be a possible upsetter in today's third. I respect make it snow. You can make a four or five exact the box, play the five, uh, you know, certainly put the five into your, uh, multiple gimmicks, and uh, she wins, you might score. All right, so Toby Kellett giving us a nice 12-to-1 shot in our own backyard here. Beautiful bolt in the third race. Toby, tell us uh, what you have available today at tobycallett.com. Well, there's three dirt races, and they're all covered for Gulfstream today, and uh, we're going to do the best we can to build up our bankroll uh, for the West Coast races. Our Gulfstream plays today are races 4, 5, and 10 and available also at todaysracingdigest.com. Well, good luck, Toby, and uh, we'll talk to you after day one of Breeders' Cup, hopefully uh, pockets full when we talk again next Saturday. Sounds great. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, John. All right, that was Toby Kellett. And, John, in case anybody joined us a little bit late today, um, let's bring us bring the listeners up to speed. Go Rocket Ride was pulled up in a workout. Uh, do we have any more information on that, John? From what I had heard, again, it's tough to do it while we're doing it on the radio, but I, 
uh, go rocket ride. First of all, you know, jogged a, a mile on the training track, warming up for the workout today that was postponed from yesterday. Went out, was in the middle of the work, and in mid stretch, it looked like he took a bad step and was pulled up. He was vanned off the track, and he was taken to the equine hospital on the grounds at Santa Anita where they were going to evaluate the injury. So I don't have anything further than that. That happened right at the start of our show early in the 9 o'clock hour. So we will update, and obviously you will you will get everything out from the media as soon as everything is available, as how the horse is doing. Uh, just an absolute shame. And, you know, those of you who know the horseman, Richard Mandela, who trains that horse, knows Richard does not put an unsound horse on the racetrack. He's as careful as anybody on the race on the racetrack. Yeah, no doubt about it. Okay, let's take our final timeout, John. When we come back, we'll speak with Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM eight thirty K L A A, home of Raiders football. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Fans don't miss a chance to experience horse racing Super Bowl as the 40th annual Breeders' Cup World Championships will be held for a record 11th time at spectacular Santa Anita on Friday, November 3rd and Saturday, November 4th. Make your reservations now at breederscup.com slash tickets. In addition to great racing, Santa Anita has now returned to a traditional pick six with a 70-30 split and daily consolation payoffs, along with a carryover if there are no tickets with six winners. And Santa Anita is also now offering a $3 all-turf pick three on the final three grass races each day. Fans, Halloween is right around the corner, so bring the kids and join us this weekend for our infield pumpkin patch and fall fun fest. You can grab a fall fun fest starter pack that includes admission, one pumpkin, an unlimited inflatable jumper wristband and more. Special online packages are available at SantaAnita.com slash events. Santa Anita, it's the great race place. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. 
Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back. Final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. And, John, let's talk about uh, if you can't be at Santa Anita next weekend for Breeders' Cup, a couple of our favorite places, Sammy's and the Derby Room. Tell us what time Sammy's is opening up, John. Well, Sammy's will open up on Breeders' Cup Friday at the usual 10 a.m. First race at Santa Anita will be 11.30, so plenty of time to grab your favorite spot, get settled in, and play the Breeders' Cup races at Santa Anita. Saturday, I did not get a confirmation, but with the earlier 10-10 post time, you might want to sneak over there a little bit early and grab a seat, and you should be able to be all set up to go at Sammy's. That's where the 5 and 405 freeways meet in Lake Forest. And then the Derby Room confirmed that they will be opening at 9 a.m. both Friday and Saturday. So 9 a.m. at the Derby Room for both Breeders' Cup days and uh, Sammy's uh, Saturday. They'll open early, John, and you're seven minutes away from post time there right now. Let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob and John. How are you, fellas? Doing well. Again, we have to start with some, some sad news. It seems like uh, that's what we do at the start of your segment lately, Michael, but jockey Kenny Clarice, who was the pilot of Sergeant Pepper featured, won many stakes races, uh, a superior quarter horse, passed away at age 67, and he really rode in the golden era, I think, of, of the quarters, riding against guys like Kenny Hart, Danny Cardosa, and Bobby Adair. So uh, just M Michael wanted to make a note of that Kenny Clarice uh, passed away. If you'd like to comment on that real quickly. Yeah, he often finished in the top 10 in the standings. He was one of the leading quarter horse jockeys at Los Alamitos from the late 70s through the early 90s. You mentioned Sergeant Pepper feature. Uh, that horse was a catalyst in Kurt Hoover becoming hooked on racing. You're absolutely right. He has told that told that to me many times. And uh, for those who may not know, Kurt really kind of cut his teeth on the quarter horses well before he started following the thoroughbred game. So uh, thank you for bringing that up, Michael. Uh, John Lindo, I know you wanted to jump in with Michael real quick. Yeah, Michael, tomorrow night you have the uh, Golden State Million Futurity, and I got a chance to watch the trials and uh, the the favorite tomorrow night, number seven, Train Station V, who was coming off a good second in the All-American Futurity of Rudoso. I thought he was spectacular winning his, his Los Alamitos debut under the lights by uh, almost three lengths, and uh, he's going to take an awful lot of beating tomorrow night. Yeah, you got that right, John. The horse was dominant and he is even money on Ed Burgart's morning line for the final race tomorrow night. Grade one, just a 
couple of grand short of a million dollars in the purse for uh, this year's edition of the Golden State Million Futurity. Um, he, he ran second in a pair of rich, prestigious futurities at Riodoso, shipped into the barn of Heath Taylor, reigning AQHA world champion uh, trainer and uh, the trainer of Impressum, among many other luminaries. And he blew their doors off in his trial win. And his individual time, John, was at least a length and a half faster than the second quickest qualifier, which in quarter horse terms is a chasm. And uh, he is strictly the one to beat out of gate seven tomorrow night. It's uh, it's uh, continuing a very strong presence at the moment at Losal for owner Valeriano Racing Stables. That's where the V comes from at the end of these horses' names. They have... The fastest qualifier to the Super Derby next weekend, Apocalypsis V, and Sicario V will be in the Super Derby as well. Uh, that's a huge race for three-year-olds a week from tomorrow. And uh, they're all owned by Valeriano Racing Stable and trained by Heath Taylor. So there's plenty of rich pickings across the balance of the calendar at Mosal. Big races almost every weekend um, leading up until the 2 million futurity and the champion of champions in December. Michael, I know the times are still being finalized for you guys on opening, uh, what time you'll be opening for Breeders' Cup weekend. Needless to say, it'll be early. But what about post times for tonight and tomorrow night? Six o'clock for the first of ten tonight, and a fraction earlier tomorrow, Bob, kicking off at 5.50. Okay, six o'clock tonight. And, you know, last week you got right back on track. You gave us a pick-six single and capture the sea. Where do you want to go for tonight's festivities? Yeah, Capture the Sea got the job done. Unfortunately, the morning line's favourite scratched out of that race, so a lot of the value evaporated. But at least uh, at least we nailed the first leg of the pick six with that big carryover night. Tonight, I'm going to the opposite end of the sequence. The final race on the program, the 10th, which is a 300-yard allowance for two-year-old quarter horses, non-winners of two. I think there's value to be enjoyed from the outside post position with number eight, lethally tempted, who came to Los Alamitos without a local work, sent off an odds-on favourite in an allowance earlier this month. And uh, his trip was adventurous, to put it mildly. Uh, lots happened, none good. And I think that he went to the wire completely untested, finishing 7th of 10. And we might see a much different story from the outside post tonight at much better odds. He does have some legitimate opposition. The top two on the morning line are well-credentialed, and they'll be tough to beat. I refer to numbers five and seven, AB Safe Corazonas and Warrior Soul. But lethally tempted at nine to two is very appealing to me. I think the horse uh, should be completely uh, forgotten about from the standpoint of the local debut without a gate work. And uh, let's see what he can do with clear running out wide on the track tonight. Very good, Michael. Let's make it two weeks in a row. We'll go to the finale and get it done, and we will talk to you again next Saturday. Thank you, gentlemen. Peru. All right. That was Michael Rona. And uh, don't forget, Mike Wilman's here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show to follow us. John Lendo, thank you for co-hosting, and uh, we're looking forward to a great weekend next weekend in Las Vegas. We'll recap the uh, Breeders' Cup Friday races next Saturday with you, Bob. I'm looking forward to that. Let's get uh, get out to the Breeders' Cup. The weather will be perfect. We'll have a good time next weekend for sure.
All right, can't wait. We'll see you then, John. Thanks to Jake Rich inside. Good luck today at the races. Cash some tickets, and uh, we will talk to you again next Saturday. Good luck, everybody. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice, his horse. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. I am Mr. A.